the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. version of the What Podcast today. Barry Corder, Lord Taco, I'm Brad. You can, uh, you can call me Brad. So, uh, this is a, we call it a snackable version of the What Podcast because you guys had some chats during Bonnaroo with some of our uh, favorite Bonnaroo acts, huh? Yeah, yeah. Very oh, I thought you there. called it a I thought you called it a snackable version because I'm a snack. Yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> talk so so yummy, <laughs> yes. Who All doesn't taco. want to put their face in a taco? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, you know, as we've said before, part of the fun for us uh, being on the farm is uh, being able to interview some of these bands that uh, that we've either learned about or are big fans of. Um, and this hey, Barry, was... do you remember the time years ago we were supposed to, uh, I can't remember, was it Alt-J? And uh, we were like, I don't remember what happened, but it was either really hot or we were really tired. And we were like, you know what? All Jay's like 20 feet away from us. We're yeah. not going to be doing that today. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, nah. Uh-uh. Yeah, that pass. It would require us to walk, oh, I don't know, a whole 20 yards. Uh, we can't do it. Yeah, it gets way, way over there. And, you know, we... We had the other one that we talked about all the time where we had to go find a cigarette for the guy, the name we don't mention, but Oh, we don't th- talk about we don't talk about Bozzy around here. Yeah, we don't talk about Bozzy. But then we've had the Warren Treaty moments where we just fell in love. 
Yeah. You know? And again, that was another one of those that I would have very easily punted on if you gave me the opportunity. If you give me the opportunity, the the opening (laughs) to cancel, I'm going to take it because I just, I'd rather just sit at camp. Well, I'm not going to lie. Backseat lovers who we're going to talk to and churches were back to back for us. They were within half hour of each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think we went to see backseat lovers and then like idiots didn't bring the equipment with us to then leave it in the media area. So we had to run from there all the way back, you know, wah, wah, wah. Okay. Yeah. See, this is such a, de- what is like, there's always a comedy of problems when it comes to this group. Something stupid happens. Like for instance, in today's chat, you just decided not to record it with Briston Maroney, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did everything right, uh, except hit the little red button. And, it turns, uh, turns out the first rule in radio is you got to turn the microphone on. It didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, and to, to, to add on to that, you know, I, I did the video recording. I recorded the first interview, fine. Then we redid it because Barry didn't hit record. So I hit record, and then like 40 seconds in, it stops recording. So yeah. <laughs> we've got... Yeah. One full video and one full audio, but it's two takes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I fully... So, I, look, I, I totally believe that the reason why um, things screw up, even if I'm not there, are because of me. I'm, I'm sure it's my fault. You know, we did I've blame you. Every, yeah, your name broke, came up. <laughs> I've broken every piece of lawn equipment I've ever been given. Uh I'm good. I said, break everything we do here. Uh, you know, it's, you, it's you've destroyed dressing fault. rooms. Yeah. I had... <laughs> I had to laugh too because uh, when we were interviewing churches, they were drinking the what is that Topo Chico? The Topo Chico, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I, I just laughing to myself remembering that incident. But yeah, I, 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 I don't remember if you remember Taco too with the uh, Briston before we even started, and maybe it's why I forgot to hit record. Is my battery pack? The sun fried it. it yeah, it, it was we, not working. Yeah, we couldn't get anything to turn on because it had been so hot. Uh, I guess sitting in my car. Uh, so fortunately, Russ had a, a backup battery pack, or we would have mm-hmm. not had it at all. So, uh, yep, I remembered yeah. to bring extras. Yeah, bring everything. That's the number one rule. But uh, yeah, I have all a in all, theory. it was great. I bring nothing. You bring I nothing and blame. Yeah, that way you're uh, you're you know somebody else's fault. Hey, I didn't um, break it. Somebody else did. <laughs> it. I, it's not it, mine. It ended up. <laughs> It ended up being great. They, those are really one of my favorite things to do uh, is to talk to these guys. And and they were all very receptive, and uh, their management people made it work. And you were making it work from New York. That was kind of funny. What'd you, I sent the text. Or was it churches or backseat? You're like, I'm at, I'm at dinner with their manager. Yeah. Here, set it yeah. up. Yeah, so. I know. I was, I was. We. Uh, I'll talk about that when we um, do the uh, the backseat lovers uh, chat. But uh, the one we start with today, um, Briston Maroney. You hit play. Thank goodness, because you know the kid's got a great story. And uh, the only reason I even know him uh, or know of him is because one of my interns when I was a uh, when I was in Chattanooga, uh, randomly. She's a fantastic. I mean, she's a superstar. This girl. I think that they dated. When they were like in middle school and she would, she would always sit in the studio and this is like 10 years ago. And she'd be like, I've got this friend, Briston. He's a really good singer. I'm, you know, every time you're like, okay, sure you do. Everybody's got the, 
the buddy with the gig. Everybody's got the friend of the gig. And uh, she just kept talking about him, talking about him. And then one day I found him. He was on one of my playlists on Spotify. I was like, wait a second. This kid's actually, actually a thing? Huh? He's really, really good. Uh, and he's just one of these that, you know, Matt Mason types that you know he's going to write a good song. Not a good song. You know he's going to write these songs sooner or later. And it's going to, you know, blow up. And we're all going to be like, hey, it's that guy again. Yeah, hey, it was so time. sweet. Hey, it was a great interview. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to you. Which one, it. the first one or the second one? Um, it, it, it was good. Both were good. Okay. Uh, the you know, unfortunately, the first one was a little more uh, off the cuff, but we still got. He talked about his father, which was amazing because it was Father's Day weekend. Um, and he talked about the wristband, which I thought was kind of funny. Um. What wristband? Like the Bonnaroo the, wristband? Yeah, the Bonnaroo wristband. Why would I, that I, come up? Well, he because in the course of the conversation, I, you know, he's he's a Knoxville kid, so obviously uh-huh. he's aware of Bonnaroo. And I think I said, you know, what did you know about it? And he he just said all the kids would come back to high school with their suntans and their wristbands. Oh, that's good. And um, my my daughter's friends when they went. Um, I think they wore those wristbands until they literally fell off their wrists. I mean, years. So I asked yeah. him about that. Let me and, tell you something. Um, I actually, there's, so I'm glad you brought that up because one day uh, we were eating. I don't know what the restaurant was, but we, we sit down and the guy that's taking our our order, he goes, uh, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I noticed the wristband that he's still wearing from Bonnaroo. And I'm like, oh, you went to Bonnaroo. That's great. And then he pulls the rest of his shirt up, and he's got, like, three years of bands on his arm. And I immediately looked. Do you know where I'm going with this, Barry? You know me. I literally looked across the table to the wife, and I said, we got to go. I can't. (laughs) This guy is going to be touching our plates. I I can't have this disgusting thing interacting with my food. That's horrifying to me. It's pretty. It's pretty nasty because I know you guys. I'm sure you're the same. When you get home, it's you know it's like when somebody loses a limb, they say they can still feel it. You uh-huh. know, you, you cut that thing off your wrist and you feel it for the next well, week or two. Well, you know my uh, you know my strategy with the wristband. I keep it so loose that I take it off every night. It drives me bananas. I hate the thing. It, I, I cannot stand it. I wish there was a way that we could like figure out a different way than, than using these wristbands because I just, I hate, I, I don't even wear wristwatches. I hate watches. Yeah, I don't like things yeah. around my neck or my wrists. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I figured out it. if you, if you, if you don't tighten it and use a rubber band to sort of knot it up, it won't fall off during the day. So then you yeah. can take it off at night or whatever. Yeah. Plus there's but, all those years where we were like, especially the first two, three years where we were like, using other people's cut wristbands before they sort of got smart to it and figured out that, uh, yeah, why don't we just start tracking these people as they walk in and out of here so that... Uh, you know, my very first one, um, I, I, I left Sunday, as I did this year, but I left and stopped at that gas station, and a guy offered to buy it from me. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. They've been good to me. That's not right. And I, as I drove off, I thought, man, that guy looked like a cop. He was a narc. You know, it was not a long-haired hippie. It looked like it looked like an FBI guy. And I thought, man, I'm glad I didn't sell I mean, that thing to him. 
That's pretty ironic considering you are the cop in the group. I know, he came up to me, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He probably figured, the old man's leaving. Let's go, Uh you know, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. But Briston was great, and uh, I I heard uh, nothing but good things from all kinds of people. I think he's in a lot of, you know, people when they list their top shows, he's... He's a, he's on a lot of lists, so that's great. Nice kid, so so nice, and and uh, he was a you know he's been a guest on our show before, as we said. You know this what? Was his second thought... and third interviews with us. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> do other than I'm trying to think. I want to do the big board of the guests that we've had on. Who has come back twice? Who, of course, repeat, repeat are, are well in the lead. They they're the gold standard when it comes to guests on the show. Uh, Jeff Cuellar is probably second with three, three appearances. At least three. We got yeah. Ken Weinstein on two. Yeah. Um, and then who else is in the in the double the double appearance category? And we got Briston Maroney might be the only other one. We we'll, we only have uh, four return guests. No, no. Um, the was it Aaron the guy who won the tickets this year. He was a Patreon. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, David Grimes. David Grimes. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you're. I guess you're right. We could. We could throw in the Ham Babies and the Rubuses in yeah, multiple Daniel. guests, but I don't. I don't count them. I guess for some odd reason. Yeah, I don't know been why. On multiple times. Yeah. Sure. But as far as uh, performers or or like Quayar, yeah. Uh, you know what? If Not I get see, this is the problem. If I include the Rubus in the in the Ham's kids, that means I got to include a Brian Stone. And I just can't put him on the list of <laughs> multiple guest appearances. Yeah, yeah, I wondered if you were going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, Stone's a repeat. Repeat offender. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's do it. Uh, let's start the first of uh, many snackable episodes coming from this year's Bonnaroo with Briston Maroney on the What Podcast. <laughs> Hey everybody, we are at Bonnaroo. You can hear the music playing in the background. I'm Barry Corder with the What Podcast. With me, Lord Taco, as always, and we have a special guest. Hello. A repeat guest. <laughs> uh, three time, a three timer now. Technically three timer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trifecta. We might have had some technical issues, but we're not going to get into that. Briston Maroney is here. Great to see you guys. Thank you again. Anytime. Dude. For talking to us, you were a guest on our show. A few weeks ago, one of our favorite guests. Oh, thank you. And we have had you on the list of wish list, the people we wanted to talk to when we were here. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you for making it happen. Anytime, dude. Tell me about Bonnaroo and what it means to you to play this festival. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just, like, the history of this festival within being a Tennessee native uh, and just being a kid who grew up loving just like specifically rock music but all types of music it just embodies just like what a music festival is inside of my brain and was when i was a child too you know yeah you i think you had said off the air um that you knew of it from high school yes talking about your kids would come back oh yeah there was the one dude i i i won't say his name just for for uh what's the word posterity's sake but, uh, yeah, he was the festival guy, and he would come back. One thing I didn't mention last time was that I was most envious of his uh, tan line ah, yeah, that came yeah. from the wristband. So, yeah, that dude rocked his wristband from Bonnaroo. 
for like seven years or something. Oh, wow. He was the kid who would go and we were like 12 and I was still like just like eating Gogurt at my house like playing GameCube and he was out like crowd surfing at Fish and I was nice. like. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's Father's Day weekend and you've got a special guest here this I weekend, sure right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My pops got to come out and uh, he's been able to come to some more shows in the past few months than, than ever before and this was this was a big one for us. Um, That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really stoked, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. What does it mean having him there for you? Uh, I, I think the biggest thing, you know, that we were hitting on is just that the fact that there there's an audience there to see this music is is very special and very beautiful. But uh, we were saying that if, if all that was stripped away, knowing that that he was there would be equally as impactful and yeah. equally as special to me more than anything yeah there's your happy father's day happy <laughs> father's day pops <laughs> that's really cool yeah um i know you're busy you've got a lot of other interviews uh what what's coming up what else besides this when you leave here we're, we're working on new music that'll be out in the next few weeks uh we're about to do a little run kind of zigzaggy with rainbow kitten surprise um which i'm i'm really excited about uh, and then we're doing some headlining shows in the fall, in September. So Very cool. Yeah, man. I said it before on the show, and I'll say it here. We really think big things are in store for you, Thank Bristol. you, man. That's so kind. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. Yeah. Well, we mean it. I mean, we Definitely, yeah. We, we're, we've done this too long to lie, <laughs> and we're not very good at it. I, <laughs> I think that's the best, the best trait to have is being a bad liar. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, guys. Okay, kids. Uh, there you go. Uh, Briston Maroney, anything uh, to follow up? Anything else before we go? No, it's just so nice to hear him talk about his dad. And, uh, I mean, the idea that if the entire rest of the audience went away and it was just his dad out there, he would still be happy. Barry, that, that, are we not telling you we love you enough? No. Are you? <laughs> no. Never. Are you? Is I'm, dad I'm not fishing. getting enough? Is dad I'm not fish. getting enough attention? I, I got I got some I felt the love from Briston, so it meant a lot to me. What about Brad Guy? Uh, well, you I had to fish. I had to fish for it. I had to fish for it. No, it was just neat to hear that kind of. Thing. I mean, that was completely unsolicited, and it was really cool to hear him say it. Yeah, that's so, great. All right, nice well, kid, yeah. and I can't. I I wish nothing but the best yep. for him. And super nice of him to redo the interview after twice. we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was very gracious. Yeah. 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 You know, I think hasn't there that's happened to us before. Who else have we done two interviews with? We had to completely start over, and we ended up not even using it because oh, this sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I, re- I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. I think I, I think I do remember, and I will not repeat the uh, the bands because they might be on the episode. <laughs> be on an episode very soon. <laughs> I uh, don't want to <laughs> remind them of that disaster. Yeah. We played it, I promise. No, we aired it. Uh, it's uh, We must have gotten lost in the archives. Yeah, oh, it was one of our favorites, yeah. One of our best episodes.
Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.